following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody, welcome to another session here at the Fit Fighter Podcast, the podcast gym of inspirational fitness talk. I am your host, TJ Williams, AFOF's group fitness instructor, as well as uh, certified Liz Mills body combat instructor, give you the insight of my fitness adventures, discussing and analyzing fitness-based subjects, and highlight individuals involved in fitness past, present, and future. All right, for those who are just tuning in this um, episode or this podcast, this is a pre-recorded um, um, episode. So whatever I talk about now is either done past or either is coming up. So at least uh, give you the heads up. And just to give you, a, I've been giving people an update of uh, my condition since um, I had surgery on my knee. So things are looking up. I haven't started therapy yet. So that's going to be coming up. So I guess like they get, I guess the goal is right now is get my knee to bend 90 degrees, which is looking good. So now it's uh, just getting my the strength back in my leg. So I'll be back to normal. So roughly it's been two months so far. All right. So let me introduce you to my guest. Of course, um, he's from, of course, the same area I am, Niagara Falls, New York. You know, I'm definitely getting people that locally, luckily, so and also overseas. So, of course, he's, of course, a second degree black belt in um, UFAF. Of course, yeah, as well as I am, I'm also a black belt. And he's a, a USPA um, powerlifter. He's been doing competitions. Um, definitely, uh, hopefully, he'll be getting some championships under his belt. And he's um, trained to be a personal trainer or um, USBA uh, uh, powerlifting coach. All right, so let me introduce everybody to uh, Chase Langer. So how are we doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, I know it's been a while since I see you because, you know, definitely you were one person that was highly um, good at martial arts. Yeah. Uh, then COVID happened and things just happened and life went on and now we're here. Yeah, and I know COVID was like uh, like the downfall for everybody, you know, people yeah. losing their jobs and getting laid off temporarily or permanently. I know really, but, you know, things are just... Uh, um, getting back to normal and then really especially with the gyms yeah being closed and you know people are starting to work out at home and I can see why most of my classes are like low um, attendees so I mean not to worry about that I'm just I'm there anyway just getting my get my money's worth yep <laughs> all right so uh, of course we got a little bit of your background um, of course um, how is the power trading doing for you um, it's going good uh, I've done two powerlifting meets so far. Uh, my first one was last November, I believe, which I took first in my weight and age and then first in my weight overall. Um, May was my second powerlifting meet. I took first in my weight and age again, first in overall weight, and then I got best junior overall. 
right, awesome. Yeah, so definitely that's a little a couple um, titles to be on your belt. But like usually you could be win all these championships, but um, you're still a challenger. Yeah, because yeah. you um, still want more. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is what we're going to do. You're going to bring us back in time, but like before you are got into fitness. So, uh, so basically describe yourself before getting into fitness. Uh, does karate count as fitness? I guess. I mean, so. yeah, like, yeah, like say before, let's just say before you got into martial arts or that was like you're geared up to fitness, like how would you describe yourself? Oh, it was so long ago. I don't even remember. I started karate when I was nine years old. I'd say I was a pretty active kid. Um, and then my grandfather was like, hey, do you want to try a sport or anything? So I said, yeah, I'll try karate. And then got into karate. And then 10 years later, became a second degree black belt. And it just went up from there. Yeah, so that was like that push almost into fitness that um, you were so good in martial arts. And, uh, and I guess you still are good because, you know, you still have that, um, well, using like fitness, well, doing it like powerlifting, you kind of put martial arts into that um, powerlifting. Yeah. I, I, I kind of remember a few things, but I definitely need like a reminder of a lot of things to actually get back into it. Uh, yeah, like it's things like where it's like kind of modified now because, uh, you know, uh, UFAP is just like, can't say changing things around, just modifying it to like, to their expectations. Yeah. Yeah, so mostly it looks like the black belt testing. It's like now they're adding self-defense into um, black belt testing other than doing one steps. That's a nice thing. Yeah, change. just... Yeah, it's like really, it's like you just want to make every black belt test challenging. So, for I mean, lucky for me, I don't have to test physically. So, I was pretty much lucky that I got all the tests out of the way. So, I'm working on that master rank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, what would you say your biggest challenge um, starting out um, doing fitness? Probably actually being fit. Um, I'd say I was I was an active kid, but I wasn't the most fit kid. So um, like karate, there's all these, you got to learn all these techniques and moves and everything, but you also got to be physically fit. You can't just go in and throw your arms around and do whatever. You're going to be tired after you get done with it. So Probably what I'd say is my biggest issue right now, cardio. Um, but yeah, probably just getting into it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's a big thing with martial arts is like the cardio, you know, you, you know, that's the thing that people where we don't like train well people don't get ready for when they're doing black belts. Like I even remind the students that like that trains like you got to kind of build up your endurance and as well as your strength to be ready for a black belt. And of course, uh, people, well, when it's almost close for a red belt to take black belt tests and then, you know, it takes them a long time to either get ready for a black belt test because they're not physically fit or physically able or not physically changing. That's how I could say it. Yeah, I will say I probably haven't been as tired as after my first degree black belt test. 
if I if I remember correctly, I might have taken a nap after it. Yeah, it's like uh, I could tell you, like for my third degree pretest. I mean, the first time I took it, you know, I was so wiped out, and I was I couldn't I couldn't even like keep stay awake. So I mean, I had at the I as soon as after the test, I fell asleep. I was like so winded or so knocked out, pretty much. Yeah, I'll celebrate the next yeah. morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's a definitely that's a big goal of um, being in martial arts, being physically fit. That's the challenge. So, what would you say, like now that you're a power lifter, uh, what's uh, I know you've um, done all these meets and you aim. That's your your small goal. So, you have like an ultimate goal that you're aiming for right now. Right now, I. The goal, the biggest goal I'm aiming for right now is I want to over 500 pound squat. Not just over 500 pounds. I want over 500 pound squat at 165. For me, that would just be, I love squatting. It's my favorite lift out of squat, bench, and deadlift. So that that's my biggest goal right now. Um, but bigger goals... After May, when it, getting a best junior lifter, I'd say it's just getting another best junior lifter. I'm uh, currently training for another meet in December in Erie, uh, Pennsylvania. So let's hope I can either have a repeat um, performance or even better. All right, yeah, definitely. You know, you want to get to the highest standards, and then next, you know, you go to other uh, meets like outside of state. So. Yeah, mostly is that would be your plan to go to like, let's say if there was like a top meet that you wanted to go to, what, what would you say you, like I know there's plenty of competitions out there. So what was the one competition that you got influenced by that you wanted to actually go to? So there are a few different powerlifting organizations. Um, I keep competing in the USPA, United States Powerlifting Association. And they have multiple big meets. Um, they have the showdown meet, um, the current open, the USPA pro. The biggest meet that I looked at and I was like, someday I want to compete there is the current open. Definitely. Um, right now, uh, I compete untested. So they're untested nationals for my organizations in Las Vegas every year. I, I think it might actually be around the time of the ITC, which is pretty cool. Um, so I just have to qualify in the same year and then go to untested nationals in Las Vegas. So yeah. baby steps, but eventually I want to compete in the current open, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's always those baby steps, you know, you don't want to get into it like too fast and then next, you know, something happens to you. I mean, well, that kind of brings me to like my next uh, question. Um, of course, who would you say you look up to like while you're on your journey? There, There's a few different people, either people I've actually met in person, I communicate with on like a daily basis. There's also people that I haven't met that are just like inspirations, stuff like that. Someone who I haven't met is John Hack. 
He's a 198-220 powerlifter in my organization, which is also a cool thing. Holds the bench press world record and deadlift world record for, I believe, 198 and 220. He's benched 605 pounds at 198 and has deadlifted 903 pounds. So that's someone I definitely look up to that I haven't met. People that I have met that inspire me or make me want to do better would definitely be my coach, Adam Furchin, um, who is also a very well-known power lifter in the USBA. Um, my buddy Tommy pushes me all the time, so I'd say him. And off the top of my head, that's that's about what I'd say. Yeah, I think did you um train with Paul Emeka for a while? I mean, I think he got you a little stuck, got you started with um from powerlifting. I've never trained with Paul. I would love to train with Paul. Um, we scheduling just never matched up or anything like that. I have met him. Great guy. And he has inspired me to push myself in powerlifting. He was actually one of the first people who pushed me towards powerlifting instead of bodybuilding. Yeah, because yeah, because I had like uh, my interview with him like my previous episode. So yeah, me and him was like back and forth with uh how he got him got himself in the powerlifting and um of course um bodybuilding. So yeah, right. Paul is so definitely another well-known power lifter and he's an insane power lifter yeah even as he's still uh, like as he's um doing fire he's, of course he's a certified firefighter of course uh yeah and he's still in that gym pump, pumping i usually see his clips on um instagram so yeah he's still at it yeah and he's rocking a nice mustache too yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and you're rocking a beard too so yeah, yeah. It was sick of looking like I was like 16. Yeah, I'm man, my beer's coming back back really. I mean, I'm also keep this on because November's coming up, so it's getting cold. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you were to talk about the subject of powerlifting, or if somebody wants to join powerlifting, what would what, what was the one thing that you want them to know about it? Definitely ask a lot of questions. Um it's it's a pretty simple sport, but it's also pretty complex. Um, someone can squat, say someone starting out can squat 135 pounds, but they're at a powerlifting gym like I go to, and they see someone like me or someone like all the other powerlifters there squatting a few hundred pounds. They didn't just go straight to the weight. They had to learn the form, learn the basics, make sure they didn't hurt themselves along the way. That's probably the most important part. You want to stay healthy. Um, but form is definitely a big thing, especially for squat and deadlift, because they're both two movements that you're putting your it's a they're both full body movements. So you're putting your body through a lot of strain. So by not doing form and technique correctly, you're 
ideally just risking an injury, whether it be your back blowing out. Um, my buddy, Tom Pettit, he tore his quad a few months ago. Um, any of those, you could injure yourself in a split second. It doesn't take much. So just take your time, learn, don't rush into things. Because that's, that's what a lot of people do. They rush into things to do more weight, but they don't focus on the little things to start building it up. I might squat 400 pounds, but I didn't start squatting 400 pounds. I think the first time I was in the gym, the most I could squat was 100 pounds, maybe. And I wasn't focused on pushing the weight. Yeah, so everyone likes putting more weight on the bar. It's exciting, but form is definitely the big biggest part of it. Yeah, so mostly with um, if I like I said, if I'm in the gym and I'm doing squats, you know, I went, I just don't put weight on the bar right away. Then no, I just have to get that short warm up, like I do squats without the weight and just like work check my form it's all it's always check my basics before i actually do the actual squat so i think that's what most people make mistakes on they just actually go into the workout without at least checking their form because you know what next you know if they their form is off then they'll know that they need to at least go back and um refix it or restructure that and always ask for help the majority of the powerlifting community or gym community or any community if you ask for help they're willing to help yeah and then that's the one thing about people in the gym you know you though you got those certain um ones that usually hog the machines and then next you know they're like they they're entitled to what like that that machine they won't let you use it so i don't know if you have done been through um been a subject of um or it's been like uh, been surrounded by um, tonic gym culture because you know that's been the thing why people don't go to gym because of tonic people in the gym. So I have even at my private powerlifting gym, people will they're like, oh, I can only lift on this rack, and then take not just an hour. I I will say I take a long time to squat but like multiple hours and not just actually doing it they'll you'll just sit there but yeah i i've seen it in commercial gyms um private gyms i haven't actually been to a commercial gym since before covid though I, actually i i went to catalyst a few months ago with my buddy so yeah Man, I don't think I've been to Catalyst since I've been my body combat training. I mean, that was like the first time I've been at gym. I know I talked to another individual that was um at that gym and he had that um, same problem with a tonic person. And um, and of course it got almost real ugly to the point where he wanted to fight the guys, but mm. I guess the guy like kind of backed off with it. You know, that's one thing I kind of watch out for. It's like if I can't use that machine, I have to have an alternative of uh what I can do with um with what what workout I can do. That's pretty much what I do. A few months ago, did you see a video on uh Barstool Buffalo? There was a guy working out at Catalyst with barefoot. 
Have, have you seen that video? That's my oh, buddy Tommy. Oh. We we got banned after that. Yeah, I think that's kind of like a, a little strict rule. Like you, you have to at least have shoes, some shoes on, or like you can't do barefooted. Yeah. Yeah. Where which it's like you wash your feet how many times a day, and you don't wash your shoes every day, so your feet might actually be cleaner than your shoes. But yeah, it's a gym rule, and we gotta follow rules. Yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily, um, Joey Swole can they can't even um. I don't know if you heard him about Joey Swope. He's been doing like um, videos lately. Like he's like tackling people doing like tonic stuff. And then he just calls him out. And what is that one quote he always says? Like at the I, end of this video. I watch him a lot, but I don't remember a lot. But he is, he's a great dude. And he is jacked. Yeah. Like this dude's physique is insane. Yeah, I mean, I want to at least get him on the podcast. I know he's busy and like catching Jim Cron or Jim or tonic people. Yeah, I, I, every time I see him on um, Facebook or Instagram, you know, I always got to watch what he has to say about what people put on um, Instagram or put on TikTok. You know, it's kind of stupid when people do that. It's like, I mean, why are you just going to film somebody and then you're going to just eavesdrop them like that? Yeah. Yeah, so really, I mean, definitely, I want to get him on there. So I'm probably going to be bugging him for a long time. Oh, that, see if that'd we get be really cool. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that'd be a target. Uh, all right, so before we kind of get to our hidden gym mom segment, uh, what inspirational or motivational quote best describes your journey? There, there's a lot. Um. I'd say just take your time. Like, what are you in a rush for? Like, take your time, enjoy the journey. Um, there, there's been times where I've set a goal and on the way to the goal, I was more excited to hit those little achievements than actually hitting the goal. Um, yeah, I would love, I, I want to squat 500 pounds so bad, but a few months ago, I squatted 440 pounds for five. I was so happy after that. That's a huge achievement. Just hitting it for one is a huge achievement. So getting it for five, that was a huge deal to me. I was so excited. So yeah, just take your time. Don't rush things. Hit those little achievements before you get to the final goal. Because once you get to the goal, you're not going to have a goal again until you make a new one. So take your time on the journey. Get where you want to be. And then just continue on. Keep pushing. So that's definitely good. Well, yeah, it's a good advice, good or good motivational speech. So definitely that's something that really can, yeah, take your time. That's always best. All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have um, reached our hidden Jim um, Bomb segment of the interview. This is the fun part where we get to um, learn the fun parts of um, Chase Langer here. So I got seven questions for you for you to answer. So answer them with the best of your ability. Ready for this? Okay. All right. First question: the best advice you ever gotten, and who said it? 
Wow, that's difficult. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's hard. And I guess, um, of course, you're just starting now, so you didn't get like that best advice yet. Yeah, there. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. Um, well, it's okay if you don't got an answer, though. But you know, but I know for the next question, what's the worst advice you've ever gotten? Worst advice. I've got a lot of bad advice from people. Oh, here um, we go. So I am, I've been out of high school for two years. So I'm basically fresh to being an adult in this world, stuff like that. But when I was in high school, this kid, I was, I wasn't really friends with him, but we were acquaintances. This was when I was starting to powerlift. One day he sees me, comes up, he's like, Chase, you're looking, uh, you're looking really big. I'm like, all right, thanks. Everyone likes to be told they look big, like in a physique uh, way. And he's like, aren't you going to slow down? I'm like, why would I slow down? He's like, aren't you getting to like a point where you think it's time to stop? I, I don't. For me, I don't think there's a time to stop. When you physically can't do something anymore, that's the time maybe step on the brakes a little bit. But there's never really time to stop. We can all improve ourselves every day. Every chance we get, we can get better. Doesn't matter if it's a job, a small task, a hobby, or training like we do, karate, powerlifting, anything. So probably slow down or take a break or aren't you ready to stop? Cause I don't think it's, I'm, I'm definitely not ready to stop. I'm only 20 years old. So I got, I got a good few years. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you want to at least get, get to the point where, well, you don't want to overdo it. That's pretty much what you don't want to do. I guess that's why I say, slow yeah. down like don't overdo it but like it's in all points like you shouldn't have to stop what you're doing i mean if it works for you and then um of course it keeps you going every uh, every day then like keep at it if it makes you happy yeah. just keep doing it uh, yeah definitely all right next question uh how do you reward yourself i call it kind of call this the guilty pleasure I really like the flavor mint, which some people say is weird, but like mint chocolate chip ice cream is amazing. There'll be times where I've, I've had, I had a good workout. I was going hard. Everything went well. And then I get like a party size pack of mint Oreo cookies, which I know I probably shouldn't because I do have to stay around a certain weight. But every once in a while, mint Oreo cookies are amazing. 
I just found out Oreo makes lemon flavored cookies, mm. which those are really good too. So I, I like my sweets. So I reward myself with a lot of sweets, which I shouldn't maybe, but yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you put the work in and I mean, you deserve to have that. Well, once you get complete your accomplishment, you have that guilty pleasure. Yeah. yeah. It's like a celebration of what, what you're accomplishing. You know what I mean? It's uh, not just only food-wise, but like vaca- like going somewhere for vacation. Well, I'd, I'd love a vacation right now. If uh, this, this summer, if I was still in a karate, I would definitely be going to the ITC this year. Yeah. But a vacation would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, definitely my time is coming for 2023, so definitely I'm definitely looking yeah. forward to that. You you did pretty good in the tournament this year too, right? Uh, yeah, I would have made it to grands, but if I if I lost by an inch, so yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like not a lot of people compete this year, so I mean, I was like for my open formal, it was just me and this uh, another black belt, and no, he beat me by an inch. It's still competition, though. Yeah, like uh, powerlifting meets, local meets. You're, especially with me being 165 pounds, I'm not gonna get a lot of competition. Um, back in May, there was someone from Rochester who actually went up a weight class from 148 to 165. So even though I'm like, oh, it's just me and him, I was so excited to compete against him. Um, he was a great dude. He lifted very well too. So, even if you got one person, even if you don't got no, anyone, you're you always have competition in yourself or something like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, what famous celebrity would you like to work out with? Cele- celebrity, like uh, like on movies, like any celebrity. Or, Okay, so I'm going to pick an athlete. Um, I don't compete in strongman. I I would love to get into it. It's a great sport, very entertaining. I would love to compete with Eddie Hall. He just, he's funny. Um, He's first man in history to deadlift 500 kilos, which... American terms, that's like 1,100 pounds. Mm. So he's um, from the UK. His personality is he's funny. He's it's, It would just be a great time to work out with Eddie Hall. Um, right now, he is retired, but he, he is still in very good shape. So it, it would yeah. be a heck of a workout. Yeah, it's like always great to actually meet somebody from over overseas in the UK. But of course, I interviewed someone from Australia who's a strong woman, and of course, yeah, she's uh, still competing like in um, all these um, strong competitions. So yeah, women are actually like taking over strongman kind of all the weight classes that are coming in for women, and and these women are strong and ready to compete, and it's. <laughs> really nice to see <laughs> yeah 
So yeah, if you ever get the chance to run into uh, Red Wire, then you'll you'll know how she is. Yeah. Well, definitely if she comes over across sea, so definitely that'd be it'd be an honor to actually meet her. Actually, said interview interview her before. So yeah. Yeah, it would be. Uh, all right, uh, uh, hidden talent. Uh, hidden talent. I. I'm I'm hard on myself, so I I don't like to be like, oh, I'm talented in this or talented in that. But a talent. So I've I've always played with Legos as a kid. Even now, I still do. And right now, I work as I work in landscaping. And we do a lot of patios and stuff, which is like Legos. You're building something. I'm I'm very efficient in putting together Legos. If that if that's a talent, I'll I'll say that's a hidden talent. Um, when I I'll lay all the pieces out in front of me, and then that's all I'm focused on until it's done. Like if, if something's happening in the next room or outside, which is like, whoa, amazing. I'm focused on this Lego set. Yeah. Um, so I, if that's a talent, I'd say that's, that's a hidden talent. Um, I'm also pretty good at cooking, I'd say. I love cooking. Yeah. Uh, in fitness, you probably have to be pretty decent at cooking because you have to eat pretty well, too. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Meal prepping, yeah, because with all the like the power lifters, you know, you have to have a little uh, kind of a meal structure thing if you want to like stay in a good weight class. Yeah, weight, and then because of the amount you're lifting, you gotta eat a certain amount of calories, and you have to spike your blood pressure for certain workouts or this or that. So it it does take a lot. People think. Food is like 10% of fitness, working out, stuff like that. It's like 50-50. Food is definitely a big part of staying healthy or anything like that. Just staying at your top performance. Yeah, you're definitely going to need that energy for your muscles, that um, a decent triphosphate just to make, uh, make sure your muscles are working properly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you were in a movie, what kind of movie would you be in? I'd probably say an action movie. But I try to be try to be a comedian throughout the day. Try to make people smile and laugh. So a comedic movie would also it would be between an action movie and a comedic movie, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that that probably be like a uh, kind of like an action comedy movie. Yeah. Like uh, basically everything Ryan Reynolds does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here he's coming out with another um, Deadpool movie. Oh, that yeah. that's gonna be amazing. Deadpool and Wolverine. Yeah, that, that's something everyone's been asking for for a long time, and we're finally gonna see. That's gonna it's 
gonna be great. Yeah, better not be rated PG thirteen. That definitely ruined um oh. the other two um Deadpool movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, keep them rated R because that's that's fu- that's funny, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, compared to yeah, compared to his role in um Green Lantern, which was terrible, but I mean with Deadpool, he he was um he was something else. Just just any role Ryan Reynolds is is amazing. Uh, Red Notice, that was a great movie. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh. Just Ryan Reynolds is an amazing actor, amazing person. Just overall, he's I I another celebrity I'd like to meet is definitely Ryan Reynolds. Whether it yeah. be working out or just meeting him. Yeah, I mean that probably be my um future celebrity encounter. Definitely, I'm gonna get to meet Ryan Reynolds. Hey, okay, here's the final question: Where where do you see yourself ten years from now? Ten years from now. So I'm 20, so I'd be 30ish. Um, I turned 21 this March, so 30, 31. Um, I want to be a very successful powerlifter overall. Just, I I would love to attempt some world records at 165. I think that would be just amazing. Um, winning big competitions like the current open, the USPA pro, the showdown meet. Uh, maybe nationals a few times that would be great but also not also involved with the fitness community outside of powerlifting personal training people helping them get fit get healthy just for their everyday lives but also being a very successful powerlifting coach I want to give back to that side of uh, fitness down down the road I might think about coming back to karate to do Krav Maga Uh, very interested in that Uh, but yeah overall just see myself still involved in the fitness community giving back whether it be your everyday person trying to get healthy or your athlete that's trying to get better in their sport just every way they can. All right. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that to 10 years. So while you're th- at least in your um, late, thir- well, early thirties, I'm pretty much almost close to my fifties. So yeah, I'm not going to be in a wheelchair. I tell you that I'm still going to be standing up Yeah. Oh yeah. You're still going to be running around doing everything you're doing now with, your fitness up, just everything up. You're not going to slow down, TJ. Uh, yeah, so, so I get this knee better first. Yeah, so yeah. that's the main goal. All right. Okay, so any last-minute words you'd like to tell our listeners out there before we kind of um, close the gym? Just keep pushing for your goals. It, we all have setbacks. TJ, his knee... Um, I haven't had any major setbacks yet, knock on wood. Um, but what you see is most people get a setback and then 
they slow down, which you have to with the injury to not get more injured, but then they just stop completely. So just keep pushing for your goals, whether you get setbacks, push through them. Just keep grinding. All right, so yeah, so that's definitely good advice or a good thing to tell listeners. So thank you very much for joining me on this episode, uh, Chase. So everything goes well for you. All right, everybody, I'm gonna do my little closing to my little podcast. For those who just tuning in, tune into the pre my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Fit Fighter Podcast. This is your this is my your host, TJ, closing the gym.